This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Welcome listeners, this is Anne on Manawatu Spotlight with the first of our series on Palmerston North City Council Committees. Today, ahead of the next committee meeting on the 15th of March, we hear from the committee chair, Councillor Lorna Johnson. So welcome Lorna. Uh, thank you for having me Anne, it's nice to be here. Right, so please define for us uh, what is meant by community as in this committee concept. Well, um, the the committees have been set up to reflect the key goals of council. And so we have goals around economic development, um, goals around being a creative and exciting city, goals around being a connected and safe community, and goals around being an eco-city. So the community committee sits to address that goal around being a connected and safe community. And it's primarily concerned with social well-being in the city. So that's the uh, key focus, I suppose, of the community committee. All right. So what sort of things would you um, have responsibility for? Okay, so we've got um, terms of reference. All the committees have got terms of reference. So um, the community committee has oversight over certain strategic projects. So, for instance, social housing comes under that committee. Uh, The construction of the new animal shelter, that project is coming under the community committee. Um, strategic grant funding. So as you probably know, uh, council um, every three years does a, f- a funding round for community organisations of uh, distributing uh, over a million dollars a year to community organisations. That's uh, community committee. Uh, libraries, community facilities, that sort of thing. Those things come under the community committee. And as well as that, we've got responsibility for monitoring civil defence, which is very topical, and city safety. So those are our kind of key uh, areas of responsibility in that committee. So city safety, would that incorporate working with the police on um, various things? Yeah, so it's um, things like uh, the role that council can play in creating a safe environment, um, the partnerships that we have with community organisations like the police, but also like Neighbourhood Watch. (coughs) Excuse me. it's um, Sometimes it's around hearing sub- submissions from members of the community about an issue of safety that they want to bring to our attention so that we can then either ask for a report on it or make a recommendation up to council. Right. So how often does the committee meet? So uh, this term we'll be meeting every six weeks. So that's more frequent than we met in the last term. Um, so last term we just met quarterly. Um, but there are fewer committees this uh, term of council, and so we'll be meeting six weekly. And most of the count of the councillors attend every meeting. Uh, mostly, yes. Although we do have members of the committee, so we've got uh, thirteen members of the committee. So thirteen of the councillors, including the mayor, are members of the community committee. All right, and um, but the other councillors could go. If they, oh oh right, yes, that, yeah, yeah. The other councillors are welcome to attend if they yeah. want, and if they do attend, then they are allowed to speak. Propose a motion or vote, so, yeah. 
All right. They're full participants if they do attend, yeah. So next week, the 15th of March, is the next meeting. Yeah. So um, what sort of things are on the agenda? Um, So I'm expecting a report back on the uh, homelessness situation. So we commissioned a report on how council could address homelessness in the city, and that's uh, due back. I'm expecting a report back uh, from the lead sector organisation. So we started a pilot to identify what organisations might represent key uh, sectors and to hear from them more frequently. So, for example, Community Services Council or Tepu Harakeke, as they're known as now, uh, Square Edge Community Arts uh, and and organisations like that. So we're expecting a report back from lead sector groups and we should also be hearing from some of the uh, community reference groups. So you might know we've got a Pacifica reference group, disability reference group, seniors and um, oh, I think that's it actually. Those are disability seniors and uh, Pacifica reference groups. And uh, we heard from disability reference group recently. So we're expecting to hear from seniors and Pacifica at the community meeting. So there's quite a lot on the agenda. It's going to be quite a busy meeting. And as well as that, we've got an afternoon tea organised for uh, organisations that um, are involved in the community. So there's, um, I think, over 60 different organisations that have been invited to send a representative for afternoon tea so that they can come listen to part of the meeting if they want and then meet with councillors and I guess get to know us better and us to get to know them better. <laughs> so but expecting also, a, a full committee room then. Yes, yes. But, and, and also I suppose to link people in with the business of council and, and so that they understand uh, which committee uh, deals with their types of um, interests and that, you know, how they can get part involved. Part of the purpose of the series is, yeah. is so that people will know if they've got something where, where, where they where go. Where to go with <laughs> it, yeah. That's right, exactly. So, uh, yeah. Um, Right. So, and the general public can come as well as being in, not to the afternoon tea, I assume, but, <laughs> no, but to, to, but to the meeting. From, yeah. So the committee, the committee meetings are all in public. They're in the council. They're held in the council chamber. Um, they're open to the public. You can. You don't have to be there at the start. You know, if there's one item in particular that interests you, you can come in later on, um, or you can uh, come for a, a short while and then leave. It's very uh, relaxed. And if you don't want to be there in person, the meetings are all live streamed on YouTube. So you can just sit and watch them in the comfort of your own home these days. So Live stream good. on YouTube? Yeah, on the and Council's it, YouTube channel. Council. Mm. And it, it starts um, at? It's going to start at 1 o'clock, the meeting. 1 p.m., yeah. right. 1 o'clock. So if you haven't got through the agenda, do you go longer over time? I, I don't, if you're going to afternoon tea, maybe mm. you won't have time to today. But uh, I mean, this time. <laughs> it, it depends. So if the item's time sensitive, then the meeting can run over. Um, we'd, if the meeting's going to go uh, past five o'clock, we normally just have to put a resolution through to agree to extend the meeting. Uh, if it's not a time-sensitive issue, we can defer it to the next agenda um, or we can refer it to another committee if if need be. So um, is that done by you would move that motion or anybody can move that motion? No, the, chair, the chair makes a decision about uh, what, the, the yeah, how the items on the agenda are addressed, whether they 
might be deferred or whether they might be um, referred to another committee. So um, when you get your list, you yep. would sort of look and say, right, definitely do that one, that one, that one, and question mark that one if we haven't got time. Correct. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. <laughs> yeah, and there are other ways that you can you can deal with the sort of timeliness of the meeting. So you can put a limit on the number of people who speak. So right. you can say, um, you know, look, we've got a lot of business to get through this afternoon, councillors. I'm going to put a limit on three speakers for, three against any particular item. Or you can limit councillors' questions because sometimes question, questioning can go on. So right. you can say, look, I'm going to limit you to, you know, uh, two questions each and that's it. So if you'd sense that the meeting might be lengthy, you you know, you can take the <laughs> things you can do from the start to try and uh, make it more uh, focused. Yeah. So, so you've got to be a good sort of um, coordinator, theatre um, <laughs> person to be the chair. Yes, and, and I think it's really important that you're fair. You have to be fair to everybody. So even those... Um, points of view that you perhaps don't agree with. You have to make sure that people have the opportunity to put that point. And if you do make any kind of ruling about um, cutting debate short, it's got to be fair to both sides. So, yeah, I think that's very important, actually. Right. Well, I'd, I'd say so because otherwise you'd oh, – what's the point of coming? She never <laughs> listens. I've heard right. that before, not necessarily yeah. about you, but um, – Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So, so uh, yes. So they have responsibility for all those um, – housing, um, et cetera, et cetera. So they, and they meet every six weeks. Yep. Um, and so the 15th of March, which is next week, is, is um, the next one. So folks, if you want to go, um, 1 p.m. in the council chambers in, in the square or you can live stream on council YouTube. Yeah, right. and there is always a, a period of time at the start of each meeting where we're open for public comment. So uh, the agendas are always available on the council website or from uh, the council offices um, three days ahead of the meeting. So right. if there's an item on the agenda that's of interest and you want to make some comment about it, um, you can just turn up to the meeting and ask to make public comment. And then you can uh, have your say for up to three minutes. So there may be an item that you want to make a particular point about and you're more than welcome to do that. And all, in fact, all committees have time put aside at the start for public comment, so. So you might, you might find a lot of people saying, well, you know, with the shortage of housing, not just necessarily here but everywhere, um, I think blah, blah, blah or, or whatever, or you shouldn't allow any more people or et cetera, et cetera. Well, it has to <laughs> – the comment has to relate to an item on the agenda. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, well, if you're not discussing housing, then I guess you can't do that. No, um, no. Those kind of general comments are generally better made in submissions to the annual plan. Um, so the committee meetings uh, are focused on whatever is on the agenda on that day. Yeah. So you're doing – yeah, right. Um, do you actually have a secretary who takes the notes for all of the council meetings or, or is there um, somebody in, yeah. in the com each committee that takes the minutes? No, there's a, there's a team of um, administrators in the right. governance team and each committee has its own administrator and so that person is um, – working the technology on the day, so organising the electronic voting, putting up the results of the votes, uh, putting up the motions and taking the minutes. So um, we, you know, that's delegated out to staff and they, they organise that very well and they, they run the live stream and they um, make sure that if any councillor is participating remotely, 
um, you know, if they're, they're teams in, that they can also take part in the meeting. So, no, we have a great team, actually, of very efficient staff supporting us. It's great. Right. Well, that's good to hear. Mm. So how are discussion topics decided on or prioritised? Yeah, so at the end of each committee meeting, there's there's a work schedule. And what that does is it, it lists the upcoming work to the committee. And how things get on that work schedule is they are um, asked for by either the committee or council um, for a report or um, a project is proposed through the annual plan and it will then um, be reported back to through the committee. So we we know what work is on our schedule because we approve at every meeting. And if there's any extra work or a new piece of work, then someone can propose to put it on the schedule um, or it may come on from a different committee. So, for example, something's resolved in the council, um, they might say, well, we'd like that to be reported back to the community committee. All right. So, um, and what decisions are you made and processes? How do they go by making decisions? Um, so there are, there are some things that we have um, delegated authority from the council to decide. So they can be decided in committee. So um, that's around the community funding decisions. They can be decided in committee. Um, other decisions that we make, they're made as a recommendation to council. So, um, you know, the, the motion would be something like, you know, um, committee recommends X, Y, and Z. And then that recommendation will be then taken to the full council meeting. All right. And at that point, it will be either agreed or not agreed. (laughs) Um, But usually, uh, because we tend to all attend all the committees, usually there isn't a second debate at council. So the matter's already Already. been debated. Um, It's quite unusual for it to be overturned at council. Sometimes it is. uh, If some new information has come forward, or possibly uh, if it's something very controversial, say, and a couple of people were missing from the committee, oh, right. then they turn up at council. They, they want their yeah. say. <laughs> but generally speaking, committee decisions um, are just go through at council without any big debate. Because so, it's already been debated once. So some you rubber stamp and others you pass on to be rubber stamped. Well, some decisions we make at committee um, – that don't have to go to council, that we've got delegated authority to. I wouldn't say it's a rubber stamp because we don't always um, agree with whatever has been suggested to us. Um, (laughs) In terms of um, sending recommendations up to council, um, there's usually a good debate. Like we're a big council and there's usually more than one view represented. Um, But then once a decision is made, usually council is happy to just uh, let that go through without further debate, yeah. All right. So you have some power to do whatever. So do you have um, timelines, for example, that uh, an item on the agenda is going to take X amount of time? No. Um, and and do you know what? You just can never tell. <laughs> no, something so, you say, oh, that we, won't take long. No, you know, so it goes have, on and on. Yeah, <laughs> so we have a draft agenda meeting prior to the committee meeting. Um, so I attend that along with staff and either the mayor or the deputy and my deputy chair. My deputy chair is Pat Hancock, Councillor Hancock. Um, and so we we, ha- we have a meeting and, and we look at the items on the paper and we decide what order they're going to be in, who's going to speak to them, whether a staff member needs to give a full report or whether they can just say, well, we take the paper as read. 
<laughs> and, and we do try and estimate, you know, how long we think each item will take. But there is no, you know, there's no predicting it. Time's up. You yep. stop talking. <laughs> no, you see, can't do that. So sometimes, sometimes I think, oh, this is straightforward. I'll just go straight through. No, nope, there's a massive debate over it. Other things I think, oh, this is quite controversial. You know, we'll probably be here for an hour discussing this. No, just go straight through. So y- you just don't know. You really don't know. Right, so the the um, appropriate time is dependent at the old saying, "just as long as it takes." Yes, <laughs> applies. Well, and, and I do feel, you know, this is a democratic process. Uh, people have been elected to come to a good decision on behalf of the community, and if it takes a bit longer to come to that decision, it's better to do that to come to the right decision than it is to rush people and make a, you know, a hasty. A decision that you might regret. Which doesn't, so, yes, I was yeah. say, doesn't turn out to be the best exactly. in the long yeah. term. So, uh, um, and is there community input? So you said before, uh, three days before, people can see the agenda. That's right. And if they want to say something, they can come along. Yeah. And before the, the meeting starts as such, they can have a bit of a say. Yes, that's right. And as well as that, there's an opportunity for groups to present or to do a deputation to the committee. So, so that would be arranged beforehand? That's arranged prior. And uh, so it has to be with the permission of the chair, although we don't <laughs> deny permission. Um, and it's arranged with the administrator. And you have then have up to 10 minutes to speak plus questions and it can be uh, a topic that you want to put in front of the committee for their consideration so examples will be sometimes we have groups of people that bring us a petition um you know we had petition around um what do we call them now street races oh right yes <laughs> you know <laughs> uh in you know causing disturbance in someone's street uh we have we've had petitions around street lights you know different things like that um but sometimes it could just be a group that wants to come and present and talk to council about uh, some of the areas of work that they're involved with. So, for example, we've had uh, the Manor of Two Multicultural Council come and talk to us about their areas of work and how they're developing and how things have changed for their organisation recently. So it can be a sort of a four-year information or it can be asking for something specific. So how is that decided beforehand? So um, is this after the agenda's gone up or they just decide that, okay, we, we've got this coming up on the 15th of March, so about the 1st of March, we want to do something or other, so we will approach yeah, so normally, Yeah, so normally um, someone will contact me and say, you know, my group would like to speak to your committee and then I'll look at who we've got coming over the next few months and we'll try and organise an appropriate time for them because obviously we don't want... Um, every committee to be taken up with multiple presentations and then not be able to do the work that, that we've got on the work schedule. Right. Yeah. So we try and space them out a bit. But usually um, we'll have two or three presentations at a maximum per committee. Right. And um, Deputy Pat Hancock, mm-hmm. he, he um, just chairs a meeting when you're not available or does he do something else that's yeah, yeah. So he's he's like the reserve if if I'm sick <laughs> or something happens to me during a meeting or if I have a conflict of interest for an item, I would step aside and Pat would chair that item. Um and also um it's uh you know, Pat attends the draft agenda meetings and um is able to, you know, have input on perhaps, you know, the order of we might take something or So it's you know, not just a title. <laughs> No, no, no. Wheel, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not just a title. And I mean, the other day, for example, um, Councillor Hupter was ill and uh, Councillor Wood 
had to step up oh, and chair right. his first meeting. Wow. So, yeah, so the deputies do get... He's always a first time for do, something. ...do get a workout from time to time. Yeah, they do. All right. So um, so these public suggestions are, are made beforehand. Um, so, as I said, they approach you. And uh, how do they contact you? Well, um, they usually by email or uh, could be by phone or sometimes people just grab hold of me in the street. <laughs> but uh, all our contact details are available on the council website. So email and phone number on the council website. And so normally people get in touch that way. And then I put them in touch with the administrator to organise the details. But um, it's... I don't think people have any difficulty getting hold of us. Uh, people manage to call me at all times of the day and night. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes you have to turn your phone off. <laughs> well, um, I did have a conversation with someone over the long weekend recently. And after about 20 minutes, it was 8 o'clock on, a, on Saturday on a long weekend. I did say, look, it is Saturday on a long weekend. I'm happy to talk to you, but, you know, perhaps 20 minutes is enough. <laughs> Yes, well, I guess some people can go on, especially if they get on what they call their hobby mm. or high horses. Well, I, there is a perception from, I think, members of the public that we're available 24-7. Um, but, yeah, we do our best. We're well, not paid for that either, are you? So. <laughs> well, that, that is a different issue altogether. I was talking to Councillor Isabella this morning at a meeting. We were sort of joking about our part-time jobs. I mean, it's it, it's a busy job. And I think what I felt like this is my third term on council. And what I found was the first term on council, I also tried to maintain my, um, you know, two days a week doing um, my my day job, which is, you know, I'm a vet. Um, It was just too difficult to try and juggle it all. You know, council is actually, certainly our council is, it's a busy role. And I think particularly when you're involved in the community sector, there's a lot of people to see and talk to and meetings to go to and Certainly the work seems to uh, take up more than a part-time role. So after my first term on council, I decided, okay, well, I don't have time for any vet work. So now I just exclusively do council work. All right, because um, I I would imagine that, uh, as as you say, the community uh, committee might be more um, accessed by the public than any of the others. (laughs) Yes, yes, it, it is, obviously. And, I mean, we have a, we're fortunate in Palmerston North in that we've got a very strong community sector. We've got a big uh, volunteering workforce. We've got a lot of social sector organisations doing good work. And that's that's excellent. But also it's a big ecosystem, you know, to keep going. And um, we do, you know, council needs to play its part as well in, in supporting it. So do schools, et cetera, fit into that anywhere? Um, well, you see... Council doesn't have a whole lot of responsibility around education. So um, there's a little bit of sort of public health education that we, we take on. But broadly speaking, schools are the um, area of the Ministry of Education. So sometimes we'll have schools will come in just to observe, you know, perhaps they're doing a unit on, on democracy or something. Uh, sometimes we'll have... Um, you know, a particular submission from a school, possibly around a facility that they want us to build or or potentially around um, a safety issue. So a good example would be Longburn School a few years ago um, did a submission around needing an, an off-road path from the, the main road down to Longburn College. Oh, right. Yeah. So, you know, uh, we do sometimes hear from schools, but we don't have any particular responsibility around schools, yeah. 
So and and then also you might pass that on to a different committee if it's well, it depends what it is, of yes. course. But um, you know, sometimes if it's a more general submission, it will come to us during the annual plan process, and then uh, if there's work that arises from that, it will just go to the most relevant committee. So. You know, occasionally things that you might think, oh, well, that really has more of a community thing, that it might end up at another committee. So is it um, when it's decided that it's going to go to your committee, mm. like you say, the, the general discussion and everything, so you all have input and you say, well, I think that would be best with such and such committee or, or whatever. Um, is that how it works or is it just sort of, right, this is your responsibility, that's your responsibility? Uh, yeah, well, we're guided by the terms of reference but also by staff. So, for example, um, recently we did a review of the community funding policy and you might think naturally that that would come back to the community committee but because it also covered um, areas that were not specifically community focused so it covered economic events it covered environmental um group funding and so on that then went to the the finance one yeah the finance meeting so it, it does just depend on on the terms of reference and where something best fits and and sometimes it just depends how busy each committee is you know if if it's if it's a choice between two and one's busier than the other well perhaps it will go to the less busy one all right, so they've got got time to to um, discuss it. And yeah, I mean, normally staff will give a guidance as to where they think it best sits if there's any debate, if it's not obvious. All right, so um, every six weeks you you sit from one and you cut off at five if you haven't finished business prior. Well, yes, yes, <laughs> but, but. Um, there's no. You know, there's no one that comes in and turns the light off at five o'clock um, if, if we're still going. You know, we can resolve to, get, to continue. But you have to also bear in mind that you want good decision making. So, you know, carrying on too late when people is tired is counterproductive. That's right, yes. Yeah. So is there anything else that you'd like to add? Well, just that I would like to encourage people to get involved more with council, to be honest. Um, there are some people that are regular submitters and they, they come in often to listen to the meetings but I think it would be good if more people understood you know a little bit about what the community committee does what our terms of reference are and how they can be involved because we are there representing people in the city and we need to hear from people in the city and um, so I just you know would really encourage people to get involved um, listen to a meeting you can watch a meeting afterwards online you can read the papers see if there's, see if there's something that interests you speak to a councillor about an item come in and talk to us do a presentation you know there are loads of ways that people can get involved and, and we want to hear from people So can you get um, copies of anything? Yeah so all of the papers are on the website Yep, so you can you can see any paper unless it's a confidential item, which we very rarely have those in community actually because we're not um, uh, most of the confidential items in council are around um, awarding contracts to people oh, uh, right. around sort of commercial sensitivity, and we don't do too many of those. And those, in the those are in the camera, so well, yeah, yeah, the yeah those public are, is excluded. Those are public excluded for commercial sensitivity, but we don't. I can't remember the last time we had one of those in community committee. All right. So just um, rehash for us again what areas that you have responsibility for. Yeah, so social housing, um, the animal shelter, um, community facilities like uh, community halls and that type of thing, community funding, 
and um, then we, we receive reports from certain organisations like uh, the lead sector organisations in, in, in the community sector, the Welcoming Communities Committee, um, the Disability Reference Group, Pacifica Reference Group and Senior Reference Groups. So, um, oh, and safety and civil defence. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and. <laughs> um, um, um. So um, the 15th of March, that's next week, and yep. that's Wednesday, is it? Yep, Wednesday. Yeah. So the, count, the council and committee meetings are always on the Wednesday. And um, sometimes community meeting starts at nine, but this particular week we've got um, you know other business in the morning, so community starting at one. Right, so <clears throat> one o'clock, folks, on next Wednesday, mm-hmm. you can go down to the city council into the council chambers to hear what goes on at the meeting. If you want to say something, um, do you have to noti- notify prior that you actually want to say something? So, if it's you- public comment, you can just turn up on the day. I mean, you have to turn up before the meeting starts, obviously, and just speak to either the chair, me, or oh. the administrator, and say, oh, "I'd like to make public comment." All right. Okay. And then. then just state which item it's on. Yeah. Great. So there you are, folks. If you need to know anything, go to the council website and look up with the. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Is there a committee? Um, listing there so that you can find out what's what yeah so if you um when you go on the website you can just put in community committee in the search bar and that will bring it up um or you can go to the tab that says participate palmy and then that's got all the council agendas and meetings on it right great well thank you very much lorna i've learned heaps and hopefully you have folks so see you next wednesday in the city council chamber to see what's going on live (laughs) now it's been awesome thank you and thanks for the work highlighting the committee's uh, structures it's important So thank you. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.